What's up, guys, and welcome to Luke's Mind Power Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Mindpower, and today, with my special guests, you're in for a treat of extraordinary, enlightening conversations, motivation, positive energy, and empowering inspiration so that you can live your life the way it was meant to be lived. You are not alone, and your happiness, healing, and personal growth is just one decision away. And this could be the episode that sparks your soul. We got this. Let's go, baby. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode on the Luke's Mind Power podcast. This is Luke Mind Power. It's a blessing to be with you today. I hope that wherever you are, uh, you're going to enjoy this amazing interview. Today, I am uh, connecting with a friend of mine from my Instagram platform. I've been connected with her for some time now. And uh, and I was just sharing with her that, you know, you meet people through social media and the virtual world, and you never really get the time to actually sit with them and have a chat and, and see what they're about and what they've been through. Um, and so it's beautiful now that I've seen her journey through her social media platform, but really I don't know much about her. And so now I get the chance to, to share this space and it's a blessing to be able to connect with her. So I'd like to introduce Polly and she is from Brazil. Uh, and uh, yeah, Polly, please introduce yourself. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast. It's very exciting to finally talk to you live. <laughs> You're welcome. It's, it's great to and, have um, you. And my name is Pollyanna. Thank you so much. My name is Pollyanna. Polly is how I rather people to call me. It's easier. Um, it's, it's so nice to connect to and see your vibe all the time on Instagram. And like, it really gets me. I gotta get going. I gotta get going. So I'm so happy to connect to you. Yeah, it's good. You know, like I like to be very motivating and inspiring and uplifting and, you know, um, projecting a lot of positive energy. And to be quite frank with you, sometimes I even forget myself that I'm doing it, you know, because it's, it's so, so nice. natural and normal for me. And, you know, sometimes, yeah, you have to kind of, stop and go hey i know that you're motivating others but how are you you yeah. know because we easily forget about ourselves because we're always giving exactly. so much you know um but yeah share share with us a little bit about you know who you are um and kind of what you do because you you spread a lot of like love and light and positivity <laughs> and i see you doing yoga um so yeah, yeah sh share with us a little bit about what you do uh, so I'm graduating nutrition uh, in Brazil, the, the dietitian, and uh, I work as a dietitian in the past. Then I went to United States and stopped working with that. But that's when my entire life started changing, and uh, I had my spiritual awakening. I started seeing the world in a different way, and then I started trying to improve myself because I was so tired of being in that dark place all the time, you know? And then from there, my life has been changing in this past two years. Since I came back to Brazil, actually, that I had been doing a lot of shadow work and a lot of healing and uh, things are going much better and great, you know? And then I'm transforming my business now. Uh, I don't work just as a nutrition. I, I feel that I'm more like, I'm a healer, just like a lot of people are. And um, I want to help. I've been helping people with my detox. And I've been not just doing a body detox. It's like 
focusing on changing everything because I can't really just help people to lose weight. That's not my goal in life anymore, you know. I work a lot in hospitals and really like to to help people uh, that were sick that really needed help help instead of just losing weight for I want to lose weight because I want to look okay. So now I understand that the body carries much more information and intel that uh, I just learned in college, university, and it's like I cannot just be a dietitian. You know, it's like I cannot just tell people to read right because you're gonna lose weight. That's not what I'm about anymore. It's like I changed completely. The body, it's so important that it's not just about losing weight. And that's where I'm heading now. And like after doing my shadow work, I'm like now focusing my business because I couldn't do both things at the same time. I had really to take a year off, literally of my life to go inside of my mind and see what was going on because I was exhausted about to give up of everything. So universe gave me a, shape, a wake up call and shook me up, you know, and I was like, okay, let's come to this reality and, and this other realities and explore everything and understand more about this because life's not about what you are with living, you know? So that's pretty much that's awesome. who I am and what yeah, I'm about. Thank, thanks, thanks for sharing that. So yeah, Polly, thanks for sharing that because I know myself, you know, as we grow through life, even though I know that you've gone through your dietitian or, uh, you know, your university or your studies um, and you're showing up to the world as that individual who is helping people with their health, but it's also, you know, more than that for you because you've now discovered this new life and this new purpose and this new uh, form of healing, you know, going through a spiritual awakening. Um, what was that moment like for you? And, and how did that actually happen? Because I remember when I went through my, you know, awakening, and I was kind of reluctant to actually call it that because I was just like, I don't know what that really is. How did that happen? Why did I change? You know, I mean, some people don't have that. Some people never go through that. They just continue on with life. And it just, it's life just is, you know? So yeah. what was it? What was it for you? Because now you use that and you're like, wow, you know, I, yeah. I can not only just help people with their health, but with their mindset, with their mind, body and spirit yeah. connection. Yeah, well, my spiritual awakening was <laughs> I was I got to a point in my life after divorcing, after having a heartbreak. I'm 34. So it's like I went to the United States when I was 26. So I started really living when I was 26, after 26, you know, after getting divorced <laughs> and all of those things. So with me exploring my liberty, my freedom, I started drinking a lot and I really get, got addicted to it. Um, and I got to a point that the universe had to shake me up, you know, and after that period that universe really, you know, said, or you were wake up or you like you keep going with your life but you didn't come to this world just to party you know so after that i started in um i started healing because i needed to heal my addiction and then um 
but I couldn't really do it. I was really cloudy. I wasn't understanding. I was just seeing synchronicities. And I was like, what is these numbers, you know? And then I started Googling. That's how I started Googling what I was seeing and what was happening. And from there, I started understanding a little bit, but I didn't understand how deep it really was. And then my really, really spiritual awakening, I would say like the one that was like, whoa, <laughs> like I'm in another dimension, literally what I'm doing in this world. It happened with psychedelics. That's when I started using psychedelics literally to do uh, shadow work. I never did psychedelics to go partying or those things heavy. And I know a lot of people use in that context, but for me, I always knew Actually, the first time I used was with friends to what is this, you know? And then after that, I saw how it uh, worked in my brain. And from there, I started doing my research and I saw that what I felt in my brain and where it took me was the same place that uh, when I was hap uh, hypnotized, I went to that same place. When I was doing uh, neuro-linguistic programming, I went to the same place. So it's like, so this drug that I don't consider a drug took me to this place in my brain so I can access parts of my brain that I really don't know what it is, but that there is a lot of information that I need to get and mm -hmm. understand what's going on. And that's when I started my shadow work. I start, I was taking by myself at home and I would spend my entire day in my brain trying to understand I would laugh I would cry but I started doing my shadow work like that and then I got to a point where I really wanted to have that famous ego death that a lot of people say you know <laughs> and thing went south <laughs> but that's when I really saw the other side and I was like oh my gosh in one week after that episode that really for me it was crazy. I was back in Brazil and my entire life was changing. And went, that when I saw that I changed my entire vibration. And then because of that, I needed to get out of the place I was because that wasn't a match. And that was uh, like, years, uh, I don't know how to say exactly this word, but uh, it was like, I needed to get out at that mm -hmm. moment, I couldn't stay longer. And my vibration was like, because before that that time, I was really in a very dark place where I was on my knees already saying, if there is something up there, like get me out of here because I don't know how to get out of my situation at the moment. And that mm -hmm. things happening like bum, 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 one after another one. I was like, oh my gosh, things are going even worse. But then I understood that it was just, doing that purification process that things needed to go worse so it could go better, better mm. you know? So that's how it was for me. And it took me a while to understand, but I got there. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how you have to go through these kind of experiences to unlearn a lot of the things in life that you have learned that don't serve you. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot. Um, and I think mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of us can be very ignorant and uh, because ignorance is bliss and and yeah. and staying in that position is comfortable, right? Yeah. So you it just ignore really it because you're comfortable and you just don't want to take the effort. But 
if there's something else and it's pulling you and driving you, you kind of, you know, if you tune into yourself and start doing what's right for you, then actually it can really benefit you in a, in a, a huge way. But uh, tell me a little bit about your divorce, because that's definitely something that, especially at 26 years old, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, did you, did you have children or you didn't have children? No. Um, like, and and ha- what what kind of emotions and kind of roller coaster was that relationship for you? And moving forward now, because you're 34, um, have you moved on? Are you in a new relationship or are you content with, you know, living your life at the moment as you're continuing to evolve and grow? So I was married. I got married when I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. So um in the first year I was really young and my ex-husband he was 10 years older than me so he was 31 so uh my family wasn't really on my side about this marriage but I was born in a very religious family and I had this idea I needed to have a family I needed to get married I need to have kids I'm going to be at home take care of my family my husband it's like literally that old programming you know and religion that you can never do anything wrong so I got married because I really wanted to follow that dream that I had in my head that I thought that was normal and uh, that wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be so my family wasn't really supporting but they supported everything at the same time and um let me see how we're gonna I had moments like in the first year of my marriage I already knew that I want to get divorced but I was never really brave because of church what would people say um you know because in the first year my ex-husband he slapped my face and that was like uh, I got shocked, but, and then, you know, it's like, no, I think I am crazy. And then I didn't realize at that time that I was in a narcissist codependent relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was much older than me. He was much bigger than me. I, I'm short. I'm five, two. So mm-hmm. like he was six, he was huge, but, um, and then I stay in that marriage and, um, it got to a point that I really got depressed, where it got to a point where I, I was like, I went to a psychiatrist. I was like, I couldn't even work anymore and go even to the bathroom from my bed because it was, no, you don't have strength to get out of bed and go to the bathroom because if you go, your body hurts so much and you're out of air because it was so far, but it's in your house. So it's not far, you know? So I went to a psychiatrist. That's when I started taking medications but I'm off (laughs) with all that awakening I'm off and I thank God uh, it helped me when I need it you know Uh, because when I started taking medication depressive in one week I was asking for divorce Uh, Mm -hmm. but I went to my family I went to my mom and said mom uh, my ex-husband seven six years later he had hurt me a couple of more times in between that and I really went to my mom because I didn't know what to do. And I was like, mom, I want to get divorced. Like, well, Polly, you have told me many times that you wanted to get divorced and we are always supporting you. But uh, 
it gets to a point and then you always go back, you know, like, I don't know what to say. I don't want to use being against me. So I'm not going to really listen to what you're saying. At that point, I really start crying. It's like, this time is, is real. I really want it. I really want to go through it. I can do it more. But mm. I never told them why it happened. I never was brave enough to tell my family because I knew they are going to, you know, it wasn't going to simply, mm-hmm. okay, he hurt you. My stepfather is friends of the women uh, po- police here. And it's like, I know things are going, and I didn't, for as hard it was for me, I didn't want him to get into a bad place mm-hmm. in the church you know, because I was protecting, I went to talk to the pastor, I was protecting his image, but I couldn't see that, um, how bad it was for me. I just understood that, like, I'm getting depressed, I can't do this, but today I I can see what it was, you know, and Mm -hmm. how I was, like, so afraid, and Mm -hmm. it was so young, and my family, they always say yes for me, never say no, you know, okay, mm-hmm. whatever you want. And, you know, so it was, for me, it was crazy. And after that, I came to, I went to United States. It was three months I got divorced. I was in the United States. It was like, I can deal with church. I can do, be, I can deal with people looking at me and ask, what happened, you know? Oh, because in the church, you can get divorced. Um, if just if your husband cheat on you you know and that wasn't the case I didn't want to lie I was so immature you know like I was always thinking I need to be careful you know so different so that was how was my process my divorce process I'm thank God healed Um, that was for me you know a period of a lot of learning that I I understood a lot of things just in the last year, like not that I wasn't over until last year, but uh, many things about my behaviors and patterns make sense when I was doing my shadow work and I could say, oh, this happened in my marriage. Oh, this is, you know, and I had other relationships after that. At the moment I'm single and um, I don't know, I'm just enjoying the single life. Of course I want someone, but because because I'm single for so long right now, it's been two years and mm. I'm in this period of shadow work. I, I mean, I feel that I'm like, shadow work's never done, but I feel that the hardest part, I'm out and I don't want to get somebody so unhealed that's going to come and mess up my energy. Mm. So I'm like, mm. kind of step on eggs yep. and being careful. Completely, you know I'm, I'm completely uh, on the same wavelength as you. And uh, as much as, yeah, I do want to be in a relationship. I've been single now for three, nearly three years. Um, Everything that you're saying, you know, especially about narcissism and being in an abusive relationship. I think a lot of people who will listen to this interview will be able to resonate with you and will be able to be very, um, you know, uh, they will admire your strength, you know, because especially if you're in a narcissistic relationship right now, currently, and you hear this, you know? Yeah. Uh, because you it's need really to hear this. To kind of, yeah, it's really hard because it, it, you, you almost feel guilty, even yeah. though you know that what's happening in your life is wrong and you're not yeah. being treated with love and respect. Yeah. You know, and dignity. So, 
um, you know, congratulations on getting to where you are right now because Thank you. <laughs> because it just shows how much resilience you have, how much courage you have and how much strength you have because, again, sometimes we forget what we have gone through to get to where we are and yeah. it's in this moment now that we can reflect and go, wow, you know, um, I may not be too happy about where I'm at, but geez, look how far I've come. Yeah, and, and that's you've exactly got, how I feel. Yeah, you've got the, 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 the option choices now, the control to be able to yeah. navigate your life in, in the right totally. direction, you know, and look back uh, at all the lessons because that's all it is. It's all a lesson. And, you know, the lesson will keep showing up to you until you learn it. And so for anyone out there who's in a narcissistic relationship or who's in a, a, a struggle right now or going through something really tough that is abusive or whether it's sexually, mentally, physically, um, emotionally, it's it's there it's there it's like the universe is telling you something but you're not listening or you're not paying yeah. attention or it's taking you some time to wake up and and that's why I, not only through those kind of experiences but i mean i had my awakening from my grandmother's funeral she died and you know it just i think about it i'm like was that really it was that the moment and i'm like well what else was there but i feel wow. like when you lose something and something touches your heart or, or really hurts you or something, you know, you somehow you, your, your heart breaks. Totally. And, and I'm getting you, the chills. <laughs> you know, your heart breaks, which means that it's open. So now there is room for the light to come in. Yeah. You know, I can totally relate about your grandma though, because my grandma is part of a big part of my spiritual awakening. I lost her too. You know, she died three months after my marriage. And that for me was really shocking. And I had never processed that until last year. So it took me like almost 13 years to process and understand and accept what happened. And she has been on my side during this entire time, just giving me the signs with the universe and when I did ayahuasca, you know, she was just there with me and it was so beautiful. And mm. I felt her hug last year through ayahuasca, through ayahuasca energy. That's the mother energy, you know, and it was like, oh, my gosh, now I understand. <laughs> and just the fact that I know she's not really gone forever that's what I believe. I know everybody has your own belief, but I didn't believe in that before. But now I feel so much comfortable because she, I came from my mom that came from her. So always when I miss my grandma, I go and give my mom a hug because my mom came from her. You know, and I was like, I was like, I'm hugging my grandma through my mom. Mm. And then, you know, <laughs> because my mom. Yeah. There, wow. My yeah. That's there. powerful. I like that. Yeah, I've been doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, you know, uh, life is um, life is is life can be tough, but you know, as we grow, as we move forward, we see that we are also very tough, and yeah. we can really go through a lot, and we can still be standing. You know, 
So um, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, everything that you have shared, uh, uh, there's so many people out there that will be able to resonate with you and go, wow, okay. And even the previous person that I interviewed, we talked about, you know, narcissism and these kind of relationships. In the yeah. moment, um, when you're in that relationship and uh, you're being mistreated, was there any point at all there or was it just the fact that because I think that marriage and I understand this a lot simply because I have a, one of my sisters went through a divorce uh, and I've watched my sisters uh, raise their children. I have three older sisters. There's 10, 10 children between them. Um, and I have a, I've, I've been able to experience, live with all my sisters and see what it's like to be a parent, see what it's like to be in a marriage, for example. Right. And, yeah. it's, and it's not easy you know? No. <laughs> so you being in that relationship, in that marriage, are there parts of you that wanted to leave, but because you had this whole commitment, this whole piece of paper, this whole um, promise that you made, was there parts of that that was holding you and saying, I know you're being treated like shit. I know you're not happy, but you can't leave. A hundred percent. I thought the way I was being treated. And how long did that last? It was six years. I Fucking thought the way hell. I was being, being treated. I, 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 no, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was normal, you know, and I realized that I used to watch a lot of novels when I was a child. And then the Brazilian novels, always man is treating the woman bad. And I, it doesn't happen in my house but I saw it, it being normal outside, you know? And I thought it was normal. Okay, you get mistreated and then it's okay. You forgive and it passed. And mm. I know it's crazy, but that's true. Many people live in that life because they think that's normal. And I got to a point that I said, because all my other relationships, I was following the same pattern. I wasn't hurt physically by then, but it was really a narcissist codependent relationship. Mm, mm, and mm. I followed that pattern and I couldn't say I was just dating different people, but it was the same relationship, if I could say like that. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't see and I thought it was normal until I went to work for a family and I saw what was real love. Mm. And I was like, oh, no. This, what I'm living is not, I want to be respected like that. I want to have this kind of, uh, I wasn't jealous. I was just, wow, I can believe it's happening in front of my eyes. Yeah. Something so beautiful because you can see the couples that, you know, energetically the couples that are not in a good place and the couples that are in a good place. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I was like, wow, I want this for my life. And I was like, okay this doesn't check it doesn't check it doesn't check oh this relationship is really narcissistic oh my gosh god get me out of here because i don't know how to get out you know i i'm like that i need extra help to get out because until something happens big i'm gonna stay there because i i was still i i feel that now I, i'm not gonna do the same because since i have the awareness I'm not going to be stuck there again. I mm. see it that I was like just afraid. So, but before I couldn't see it. And so I feel that now things can be different because of this. I know and I, I understand. I can see. Yeah. 
look, uh, what you're sharing is really amazing. But I think that there is a lot of people, because even I think about my previous relationships and I'm like, was I codependent? I'm like, yeah, you were. Right. It's like you couldn't survive yeah. without the other person. The other person couldn't survive without you. And you were both feeding off each other. So you weren't content yeah. on your own and you weren't happy. Right. So you needed someone yeah. else to be happy. Yeah. Um, but totally. sometimes codependency can be only from the one side. Right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So how do you know? Like for anyone listening now that's in a relationship, how do you know that you are codependent? Um, like what are you going through what kind of an experience are you having now in a relationship from your experience Polly how do you know if you're in a because it's because I think that most people don't even realize I feel that when you're too anxious and you're like I feel that there are things that happen in the body that tells you oh it doesn't feel right you know, since day one, my last relationship lasted two years. It was four years ago and last two years. And from the day, like in the first week, I already knew this relationship's not going to last. And I told him because I already knew that relationship wasn't healthy from what it was going. But and then I fell from the conversation and stayed for two years until I have to ask the universe to help me. So it's like it took me a while, but I already knew from day one. But something was carrying me. The trauma was magnetizing me so hard. Mm. I feel that we get magnetized so hard that you can you try to get out and you cannot. You try, you you are just addicted to the drama, to the trauma. And until you get this magnetization uh, out, I don't know, dismagnetize, if it, I don't know how to say it like that exactly, uh, but you cut it that, you know, that connection and it happens. Like even after I get out of the my last relationship, we are still talking like really codependent. Both wasn't just me, was both being super codependent, but there was a point where both saw how toxic it was for both. And we said, it's over. I felt in my body an energetic liberation of this energy. That's when I was like, I am free. I don't need this anymore. I can clearly see how to toxic it is for me. And I feel a lot in my body. I'm all about the feelings. So I don't know I, I'm about the feelings and knowing. I just know that's not going to work. I just know it's good or you know and I just feel so a lot of people I think we should pay attention and listen to our intuition and what our body and everything around us is trying to tell us because they're message and they're very clear message you just have the free will to accept that message and keep going like I kept going so I ignore all the messages I got because I was just no I don't understand why this person is not going to be for me this feels okay, this feels okay, but that was traumatic bond. That felt okay, but I couldn't see it, you know, until I experienced something different. And yeah. then it, it's really crazy. <laughs> I know, but like, I just, when people are in the moment in their relationships and they know they're not getting treated well or being disrespected or whatever it is, I think it's crazy that you know it and it takes, like you said, six years for you to... Yeah 
to wake up and leave. And I'm just, when I hear that, I mean, I think about my previous relationships. I know we're talking about a lot of relationships here, which is great because I know that everyone has to go through it. And some people want relationships. Yeah. Some people are in them and life is not the best when you're in a relationship. And that's why at the same time, sometimes when you're single, uh, like I am and like you are, it's kind of like, man, it is amazing life, <laughs> you know? It is. <laughs> because it is. I've been enjoying my long time. So it's scary to think that, you know, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to have... But oh, that time for myself. Being, but... Yeah, but being being in those uh, in that moment, uh, I like to talk about this and bring people's awareness to it because, you know, I think we don't realize how precious time is until we get older, until we realize that yeah. oh my god, um, damn, there was so much time that I wasted that I could have saved and I could have lived more. I could have done different things, yeah. but I was afraid and. I, I didn't want to leave that relationship because I was scared, you know, and then you get to yeah. 70 or 80 and you would think about this stuff and go, geez, you know what? I should have left that. I, I would have had five years more to be able to do what I wanted, you know? But, totally. No. And so we're limiting ourselves there because we're afraid. And it's like, man, if there are signals in your relationship right now, so for anyone listening, please, if you're going through something that you think is codependency or is a narcissistic relationship, or you're being physically, emotionally, mentally, um, uh, sexually abused in your relationship right now, you know, I know that you can love someone. Put the work into trying to fix the relationship. Do your best to communicate. Do your best to try to give attention to what you're going through and communicating with your partner and maybe getting counseling or seeing a therapist or whatever it is that you need to do in order for you guys to heal. But understand that if it doesn't get fixed, if you cannot fix it and you've tried and tried and tried over, let's say 12 month period, get the hell out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like me and stay for six years, three years. It's such a waste, but there, those are lessons. You know? Of course, but... of course. But <laughs> that's what I mean. But now we can, we can talk about it. Now we can say, Hey, it, you don't have to wait for six years. You can yeah. take action now and say, you know what, I'm going to learn yeah. from this interview. I'm going to learn from yeah. what I'm hearing right now and say, yes, I know that if I continue to go yeah. through this experience, it's going to hurt me more because you know, through pain, we learn. Totally. totally. But we can also... If it wasn't the pain. <laughs> yeah, I know. You wouldn't learned. be the person that you are today. I know. But it's all no. through, also through the lessons of others that we can wake yeah. up and we can actually go, you know what? Damn it. That's, that's me. That's resonating with me. That connects with me. That's what yeah. I'm going through right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are so many videos to um, with very... Uh, good women that talks about the subjects on internet like on youtube that's how i start understanding narcissist codependence dynamic because i did it i don't i don't know their names have you heard of a lady called lisa romano yes yes this one she has great videos yeah <laughs> and i learned so much and that's how we start because youtube is like universe it's reads our mind you know and then it suggested a video of her and that is when I started understanding this dynamic and then I was like 
oh, this is exactly what I'm living and have been living my entire life. And I, I really like her videos. <laughs> it helped me a lot. Yeah, well, look, I was going through a uh, um, inner child uh, issue, um, you know, a bit of uh, emotional triggering and, and, and I was depressed. And even though I was depressed, I still had the awareness to say, you know what, I need to heal this part of me. Why is this happening? Yeah. Why am I being triggered? And that, that yeah. pushed me to YouTube. And so I typed in uh, how to heal my inner child. And I found Lisa Romano and she taught me a lot. Yeah. You know, yeah, her videos are really good because it always goes back to inner child trauma. Like my family relationship always was narcissistic, codependent. My both parents are very, they are amazing, but they are very narcissistic. And I learned to be the codependent child, you know, and that's how I lived the entire life. And that is just my relationships was just a reflection of that, that it could, I needed to see what was going on in my family dynamic. So, and nowadays I have my mom with her own relationship with her husband I say mom you are being codependent and then I try to you know to show her some stuff because I feel that sometimes we don't understand very well when we are being so codependent and those videos are really helpful because this woman Lisa she speaks so clearly those um those patterns that people have you know and they're like oh that's who I am you know and they're like wow I didn't even know that was a name for how I was being you know <laughs> it's crazy yeah absolutely so Polly you talked about signs you talked about synchronicities I'm a big believer I see these things for a long time I didn't realize them I was uh unconscious let's say I just thought it's a coincidence most people do yeah. think it's a coincidence. Most people don't even pay attention to it. Uh, my yeah. first girlfriend that I had when I was growing up, her birthday was the 11th of November. Oh. And uh, if that's not a sign enough for me to go, bro, there's something bigger out there. Um, yeah. Something's guiding you. These synchronicities kept popping up, 11-11, um, 11-22, triple fours all these different yeah. um, types of, of signs for me, but it doesn't only happen through that. There's other signs that you can uh, see through just different um, experiences in life, uh, not just through numbers, yeah. but how did you pick up on it? And, and what do you believe that these signs really mean? So it was always 10, 10 for me. Wow. It, at the beginning and I was like 10 10 no it's a coincidence oh my and then I started showing my friend because I didn't want to think crazy for my I, I didn't want to think myself that I was crazy you know and I was like I'm showing you so you can see it too you know and then to feel kind of see I'm not crazy I'm really seeing and it was 10 10 10 in the morning 10 at night and everywhere I was looking was 10 10 and then I Google it. I don't remember what it was saying, but today I understand as a different meaning. To me, 1010 means my grandma is around and she has everything to do with what, was ha what is happening. For example, my vacation, this, this 20 days vacation that I just traveled. Um, I went to her daughter 
house, my aunt, right? And my trip wasn't supposed to happen. It was really out of nowhere and it was really expensive. The moment I decided to buy it, it was really cheap. And my boarding time, like I didn't even say, just on the day I was uh, like getting into the flight because the boarding time just show up like, I think 24 hours before, right? Or something like that. And the boarding time, my flight was 10.45 and the boarding time was 10.10. And for me, it was like, oh, my grandma has everything to do with this trip. But if you look on uh, Google, there is another meaning. And for me, every number has a different meaning. It means like, I don't know, it depends on what I see and what I'm living at the moment. I, I don't try anymore to rely so much what this means on internet. I try to listen more my intuition because I feel that sometimes that number means something to somebody because of their fragrancy. So that's what it is for them. But and then for you, it means completely some, something completely different. And I feel that, okay, you should go see on Google to have an idea and maybe to have an, a guidance to where to go, but always try to think for yourself, you know, what it is. It is so real. They are always, I feel that when I see it, I am on the right path. You know, not doesn't mean that I'm not in the right path when I don't see these numbers, you know, but it tends to happen when something really big is happening. And I'm like, wow, yeah, it really means something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, look, I know 100%. Um, synchronicities are real. Last year when I was trying to build my business and I was working with this person and uh, there was so many synchronicities. And so yeah. I actually, at the time, because I was so invested in, in, in this relationship and I was so invested in the project with what I was working on, that there was so many synchronicities. But again, because I had so much trust in this individual, I believed that those signs and synchronicities were telling me that I'm doing the right thing, which in turn actually could actually mean that I was doing the right thing because what I went through was very, very traumatizing. It was mentally challenging. It was stressful. It was yeah. really emotionally um, distressing what I went through. And so actually, I, if I switch my mindset now and say, well, the universe was talking to you the whole time, telling you that what you're doing is wrong. My intuition was speaking to me. I was so, I was feeling it, but I didn't have the courage to step up and say, I'm not happy, I'm out, right? But the signs were showing up. There were so many synchronicities through emails, numbers, through the times that we were communicating, uh, just through so much. So in other sense, now that I think about it, it's not that I was the universe was telling me to get out. It's the universe was kept telling me that you're on the right path. Keep, yeah. keep being hurt. Keep getting through these stressful moments. Keep feeling the pain. Because now that I eventually, again, had like a, um, a moment of heartbreak in a sense where my heart was broken again, I'm financially distressed. I've spent over $100,000 and I'm just broken. Yeah. And so my heart is broken again. The light comes in. The universe says, wake up, Luke. And I step up. And now how I deliver myself, how I speak, 
what I do on social media, how I'm building all my platforms, how I'm connecting with so many people now, especially through the TikTok platform. I'm doing uh, comedy as well. And I'm really, I'm, I'm like on another uh, vibration that I've never been on before. And I'm really raw and real and authentic. And I, I just, I'm, I'm projecting this energy that I wouldn't have had if I hadn't gone through what I went through in the last seven months. Yeah. We tend to think that everything that's happening is so bad because we just can see with those lens. But and then when we are finally out of that, we can finally see it's like, oh, I had to go through that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have learned, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's really, it's really nice that you're in your high vibration we can see it on internet you can definitely see it i really like it can you feel it as you communicate yeah, with me totally <laughs> totally <laughs> totally i'm supposed to be sleeping what time is it yeah. i'm like really uh, good i'm not sleepy so that's yeah, yeah. it <laughs> it's, awesome. it's awesome but isn't it isn't it amazing because I, I i don't think a lot of people can um understand this i mean i i posted a video not long ago and I said that it's taken me, I, I said, I radiate pod, positive energy, right? Yeah. And I said, it's taken me three years to get into this powerful mindset, this powerful place of self-confidence, self-worth, self-validation, uh, self-love, uh, and, and, and be the, as positive as I am right now, right? It's taken me three yeah. years to get there. Yeah. So the way that I show up, you know, people can feel it. And so when you connect with someone like that and you connect, for example, if you connect with someone on a lower vibration, you can tell, you can feel it. Totally, totally. I think a lot of people are and, unaware of that though. Yeah, and it changes their vibration. And But a lot of people don't understand, oh, I'm getting tired, but it's not you getting tired. It's the person that's really draining your energy. And when you are with a lot of high vibrational person and you are in a very high vibrational person, there is a there is equal exchange. Nobody feels tired. Everybody feels, wow, that was great. You know? So you know that you are not being drained like how you feel afterwards. And people tend to not pay attention how they're feeling during. So, but it's important to people to connect to their body and start feeling what you're feeling at the moment. If you're feeling drained, get out, you know, it's not worth it. Absolutely. But yeah, but totally would have, you can feel vibration by just the voice. It's amazing. It's simple enough to say, I got to say that I know that a lot of people can say, yeah, it's easy for you to say, or uh, it's easier said than done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's easy for yeah, you to totally. say that, um, you know, um, you can change, you can leave that relationship, you can start a new life. Yeah. But I, I do, I, obviously, I think that it's a, everyone's life is different. Everyone's got their own different experiences and, you have to feel that burning desire within yourself to want to change. And you have to feel, yeah. I, think, I think you have to feel enough pain or struggle or um, 
what is it? The inconsistencies of you not being able to feel fulfilled and happy in your life that you get to a point That's and you go, I'm done. To. I'm done. I'm going, I can't take this anymore. I've had enough. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel that people have to go through that and get to get to the rabbit hole and like what I'm going to do now. Everything's so dark. I don't know where to go. But and then um, when I start with my process of getting myself out of that dark night of the soul, it's like, I really want, like you were doing your podcast to help people, right? So they don't need to repeat the same mistake. And like, I was like, I need to help people so they don't need to go to the rabbit hole. But at the same time, I realized that I cannot change everybody. People really have to have that drive. Otherwise, you're going to fall into that rabbit hole and then you're going to have to get yourself out. Nobody's going to hand a hand, you know, universe really helps. Hey, you, but nobody's going to get you out. A hundred percent. Now what you're saying is so valid and it's so true. And I've even had to learn myself with how much I give when I communicate with certain people. And this is not being judgmental or saying that other people are not good enough for me or anything like that, but I can feel mm -hmm. vibration. I can feel energy. I can feel when I'm communicating with someone and they can, and they are, they are hearing me because I can feel also yeah. sometimes when I'm talking to someone that look, everybody can only listen at a certain level of awareness and a certain level, yeah. everyone has a different level of perception. So you can be speaking something that you really believe in and it makes so much sense to you and you share it to someone who isn't as awakened as you or isn't as, um, you know, let's say they're not in the same vibration. They're not even going to hear what you're saying. Yeah. You know, totally. so it happened to me this past week, actually, with my own mother. Like, for me, it was crazy. It's like, I've been telling her about we are being able to change our DNA as we change our vibration and everything. It I told I told it her to her like in 2019 because I I got this download from the universe, you know. And then this past week she comes to me with a book and she say, Look at this woman, she's telling you can change your DNA and this scientific proof. I was like, Mom, I told you in 2019 about that, you know? And it's just like yeah, I didn't understand that time, but now I understand. So it doesn't matter if we try to push my mom the things. It, everybody has their own time to learn. And maybe they're going to hear from other person. It's not going to be me, you know. It's you know, weird. You know what it does? You know what it does, Polly? It, it's made me be more aware of how much I invest in conversations. Yes. Right? Because my energy is, is, is I see my energy as currency. You know, it's expensive. And I only really? use it when uh, it's when I feel like I'm going to give and receive. Yes. Right. Because if you're always giving, 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 giving and not receiving, you're going to get depleted. Yeah. Right. You're going to feel yeah, drained totally. and you're going to go, why do I feel so low? Why do I feel tired? Why? Yeah. Right. So sometimes like, for example, my parents, like, you know, they've gone through their own life. They've had their own experiences. They've learned through their own life experiences and even how they were raised and all that. And they have this certain culture and beliefs, right? Yeah. So if I'm going to sit there and trying to communicate on what I believe and trying to try to make them understand or make them change, I'm going to be losing a lot of energy, a lot of yeah. my, uh, you know, um, 
knowledge and stuff like that, that they maybe don't understand. And so the more I invest in that, the more I lose. And so sometimes I pick yeah. my conversations and I sit there and I go, okay, I'm not going to speak. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to protect my peace. I do that too. Like I wasn't <laughs> you know? like that. I wasn't like that. In 2019, I was because I was just my biggest awakening. So I was like, you guys got to see it. You got to understand. This is, you know, <laughs> like those crazy person, people, that was me. And then I understood in 2020 that it wasn't worth my time anymore because I was just going to be speaking and all the time was feeling so drained. So now I barely speak to people, to be honest. And sometimes people don't like my family, my sister, they really don't like it because I really, I'm on my place now. I, I'm not so there and giving so much. I'm, I'm here. If you want to talk, I'm here, you know, I'm not going to really be doing this all the time because you wanted to understand, you know, I'm going to be here in my bedroom, <laughs> you know, yeah. and I, I feel like that now. I feel that I'm not giving my time to just a few people because it's just not worth it my time and my energy because my energy is so important i've been wasting for 34 years i would say my entire life yeah, absolutely well uh damn we've talked about a lot polly uh you've gone through a lot you, you know i feel your vibration i feel your energy i feel the way that you communicate and where you are in your life now is a very courageous journey it's a very powerful place to be and i think that the one the one thing that i know that i struggled with my whole life not anymore i think you know actually i'm going to be honest there's there's a little bit of insecurity there and it's yeah. about you know, being alone it's about not being in a relationship it's about you know now i'm single three years and you kind of think okay i wonder when i'm going to meet that right person i'm going to wonder when that person going to come into my life but I also believe that, yeah. you know, uh, the more that you heal yourself, the more that you grow, the more that you, you know, continue to improve yourself, eventually you'll attract that person, right? Um, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so you've been through a lot and that's the hardest part of, of life, I feel, as one, you know, uh, one of the experiences of fear or the fear of being alone. And, yeah. and the fact that you've done that, you know, you push through it, you, you push past that fear of saying, Hey, look, you know, I was married, I got divorced, I went into another relationship. But then I thought, you know what, I'm going to be single. I'm going to spend some time yeah. with me, I'm going to, you know, give myself that love and affection and, uh, you know, go through my own self discovery process. And a lot of people um, are afraid to do that. Yeah, I learned so much about myself that I had no idea. In the past two years, I learned like everything about the 34 years that I'm sure if I wasn't in a relationship, I wouldn't have the time and effort to take care of that because I would be so invested in that relationship. I tend to be really invested in the relationships when I'm in a relationship. I don't do short-term relationships. It's not that I don't do, but I don't get in a relationship when I don't see, like even my ex, I really wanted to try though. But, you know, I tend to not get into relationships when I see that's not going to have future. You know, I really don't like to waste my time and my energy. And so it's like, it was really challenging, to be honest, to be single, but uh, I've been enjoying it. Absolutely. (laughs) But I'm like, I really love to 
to meet someone, of course, of because course. I feel that I'm getting old. Not because of that, but I wanted to share and have someone to talk about those things with, you know, because I'm just exploring life now by myself. So it would be so nice to explore with someone else in the yeah. same vibration and the mm -hmm. same views, you know, I feel that now it's time to share and not just stay still with myself. <laughs> yeah. You know what the hard thing is, Polly? It's, it's, it's not settling for second best. That's the challenge, right? Because mm -hmm. you know who you are, you know, your self-worth and you know what you deserve. Right. And yeah. this is where yeah. you can get complacent and go, you know what? He's not the best. He's not perfect, but at least if I go into a relationship with him, then I'm not going to be alone. And just that yeah. company, that company will make me feel more safe. I feel better about life if I have someone, but I know he's not really the right person, but you know, let's just settle. And most people, yeah. a lot of people make that the wrong decision. They settle for second best. And, and that's one thing that I always believed in. I was like, you know what? I'm never going to settle if I'm not hundred yeah. percent happy. And if I can feel something is off, I'm listening to my, I'm trusting myself, you know, and uh, I know some people can say, yeah, but if you're always going to have that attitude, you're never going to meet someone. No one's perfect. Mm -hmm. True. That's true. No, I totally agree with you. hundred percent. But, you know, I, I still, even though you can, I can say that it's, it's tough. It's hard. It's not easy, but I just really strongly believe that, uh, you know, if you don't believe in love and in having the right relationship, you'll never get it. It'll never come. So True. I have belief, faith and hope, you know, uh, I'm not going to settle and I'm going to wait for that queen, you know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I totally understand. And I'm in the same place yeah. waiting for my king. <laughs> That's it. I love it. I love it. Polly, it's been amazing <laughs> talking to you. I really appreciate you. I feel your energy. It's incredible to connect with someone who's on a, such a high vibration, who has invested so much time into their own personal growth, development, awareness. Uh, you know, you. I, I know that there's a lot more coming from you in the future. And this is uh, a beautiful experience that we got to share because we, uh, we will always look back at this in one year, in two years, in three years and go, oh, yeah, I remember doing that interview with Luke. Oh my God, look how much time, look how much life has changed since then, you know, and look where I was there. Look where I am now. Um, it's amazing. Uh, I really appreciate you. And I know that through your journey and through everything that you've gone through, not only will you be able to help people through uh, health and their diet, but through their mindset, their mindfulness, their, you know, your, your yoga, yoga teaching, uh, you know, your spiritual healing and everything that you do and everything that you've gone through, because now you, you've gone through that, you know what it's like. And there are people that are just going through it now and you're able to help them in that way. So congratulations on everything you've done. And it's just been a beautiful experience and pleasure to connect with you and talk to you. Thank you so much, Luke, for having me first of all, for listening to me and, um, and for sharing too uh, about your life experience and being so high energetic on the internet and being so high motivational, it's so awesome. And I really appreciate you doing what you are doing because I feel that the world really needs us. And, you know, we went through a little bit early and people are really going through now so we can help them, I feel. So 
we are there and I'm really happy that we are connecting. And thank you so much. Absolutely. I have one question just before we go. Um, what is your definition of loving yourself? Because I'm really Doing big on self-love and I'm really big on self-love and everybody has different definitions for self-love. What does it mean to you to, to like, what does it mean to you to love yourself? Doing what feels good to me. I like, um, I always wanted to please other people. And for me, it's like, now I want to please myself. And it's not in a selfish way. Yeah. It's just because if I don't give to myself, who is going to give to me? You know, if my cup is not full yes. with the things that I want, how can I give to another person? So absolutely. I agree know. with you. I had someone on my, um, I had someone on my uh, TikTok live ask me the same question yesterday. And, and look, this just goes to show how many people are insecure or feel guilty for doing yeah. what's right for them. And this person said, um, how do you know when you're, when you're, when you're not being like, how do you know when you're being selfish or when you're not being too selfish? I think that's what it was, but it was like trying to say like, how can you do things for you without feeling, feeling like you're being selfish? You know, and it's perfect. Exactly what you said. Like you have yeah. to realize that if you don't fill yourself up, you're going to be empty. And how can you serve? How can you, if you can't help totally. yourself, how can you help others? Yeah, totally. I was really scared to say no to people, but I didn't realize how many times I said no to myself and my own feelings and my own needs. Yeah. And how much I was in lack with my own self. Powerful and then stuff. I needed to connect to myself, you know, Amazing. and I needed to do it. And I need to love it <laughs> myself. Yeah, absolutely. Polly, um, as I mentioned, it's been a blessing talking to you. Just quickly, can you let people know where they can find you? What, where are you on social media? How can uh, my social media, my Instagram is higher activation um, and higher queen. Actually, higher activation, I'm trying to grow. I'm like slowly going there, but I'm more uh, in my higher queen <laughs> Instagram. And then I have my website, higheractivation.com that I'm starting working there too. I'm more, I was doing, working more in Brazil with Brazilian people and I'm trying to now talk to people and everywhere. So I'm building something more worldwide. And amazing. so that's where you can help. Amazing, Polly. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me, Luke. This is Luke Mindpower. And on behalf of myself, my team and my special guests, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to share this with your friends and leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. Share with us and the world on how you were inspired and what you learned from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel and turn that into your TV so that you can stay positive and continue your journey towards inner peace and love. The link is in the show notes. If you're looking for some laughter, check out your favorite comedian, Hot Hans, as he continues his adventures of Australia daily on TikTok. Just type in Luke Mindpower or hashtag Hot Hans, H-O-T-H-A-N-Z, and you will find him there. Remember, guys, we are in this together, and I'm so happy to be connected with you. Our lives matter, and it is through these platforms that we can keep in close proximity and know I am with you. I love you all. Bless up and have a beautiful day. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Peace.